This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chums. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Now, be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Yes! 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 Oh! 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 Oh, God! Oh! I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Certainly will. Uh, that'll have somebody knocking on the door. Good evening, fellow Fox fans. Happy ending. Yep, not had one of those since I visited the massage parlour on uh, Blackpool Promenade. 
what a turnaround what i say this every week what do i know about football we could have been three or four down <laughs> we won two one we scored from a corner what the hell is going on can somebody please explain this game that we lovingly call football to me did everybody else have a happy ending this evening? I imagine there's a lot of you off watching Match of the Day, um, hopefully watching this on catch-up. If you're not, it's great to have you along live on Leicester Till I Die TV. Guys, we're on 399 subs. Somebody tonight, please sub on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and get to that 400. Let me have a happy ending to the day as well. It was, I'm talking of happy endings, good evening to Mad Jason, but especially good evening to Mr and Mrs Ahern. Massive three points, absolutely massive three points that I didn't think we were going to get. Did you? Um, get in big three points, which is what it is all about. As, as I used to say to my wife all the time, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And did we finish well? Talking about finishes and talking about happy endings, let's bring my chat chum in for this evening and welcome Brad. Good evening, Bradders. How the devil are you? Good evening. It feels like a, a while since I've been able to say that and not correct you because of a bad result. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good it, one. It's, I've like, had... it's, it's like all our Christmases have come at once, isn't it? Three points. Yeah. Scoring yeah. from the corner, set piece. What? Amati? I mean, you know, Alana <laughs> gets the goal. He hasn't scored in 504 days. Amati has to go and better that. He hasn't scored in 1,540 days. Yeah, well, it had, it, the performance itself, and we'll get on to that obviously in a minute, but after that first half performance, you knew it was going to, it had to take something miraculous and strange to drag us back into that game and get a result. And, um, you know, um, <laughs> Ineacho gets man of the match. I'm, I'm not sure if that was officially awarded, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's most, if not all, left fans out there have said Ineacho for man of the match. He has a man Sky of the match. Sky gave it to him as well. Yeah, Sky yeah. gave it to him. But how many signs is there for the apocalypse? Because we had Nacho man of the match, Daniel Marty scored, and directly from a corner. I'm looking for <laughs> meteor showers. <laughs> but no, uh, all, I all wish I the lottery tonight. I didn't do the lottery tonight. I wish I had done. <laughs> oh God, yeah. No, but all joking aside, sometimes you get results that baffle you, and sometimes you lose games, and you're not sure how you've lost them. And you know, today was one of them. I don't know how we've done it. That'll be the biggest question. You know, one of the biggest conundrums around the world are problems out there that no mathematician or scientist can solve, and that'll be another one they can add to it. How does Leicester turn that first half performance around? into three points uh, answers on a postcard have you ever had a one night stand like that turns out to be ugly but my god you do say get a happy ending i mean what what a bad performance but when you play as badly as that and get three points as you often say brad and i could quote the stats at you here and the only one I'm going to quote at you, in fairness, because I can't believe this, was that we had 63% possession. But it doesn't matter about all that. It doesn't matter how badly we played. And we got the three points. 
Yeah, at the end of the day. I mean, I, I've said it before, and tonight was really going away while I was I, I questioned it. And I put a postponement up at half time mm. asking Brendan to stop fanning around writing down formation oh. changes and actually make a tactical change. And I've I've taken some cop for it, fair dues to all them that have come on and they've given me a bit of stick because it turned around and that and I know my point wasn't well, it did turn around, didn't it? That's yeah. my point. My point yeah. was made, I get it, and I'm happy to take it because I've had a miserable day. I really have for private reasons as well. It's been a bit hard today. So I needed cheering up, so I'll take the stick. But clearly, Brendan Rogers reads Facebook. Any manager worth their salt clearly <laughs> reads our, our armchair supporting football manager quote. So clearly, Brendan went, look, listen to what Brad Perkins is saying. We need to change our playing style. But no credit again has to go to Brendan tonight for yeah. changing it up because he couldn't have got any worse from his first half. In fairness, he couldn't. And I, I, I was ready to issue a challenge to get him to come on here and explain to us why, and I, and I still possibly could, why are we pussyfooting about with it at the back? I mean, you know, let, let me just say, I, I've got here um, uh, nine minutes. I made the note. We were in about the back again. We are not Barcelona. That was on nine minutes. On ten minutes, goal. Right now, I'm being one, Leicester City nil. We we kept giving the ball away, and it, it looked at times like we thought we were still playing in blue. It's well, yeah. Yeah, it Brookline, did. Sorry, you said this. You said this before, Brookline, and you agree. <laughs> Keep saying yeah, it if I, you win. Statement of the season comes from Brookline. <laughs> I have to give it. Yeah. I have to give it credit. And it definitely comes from that. But yeah, it's 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 one of them performances where I thought at one point I thought, Jesus Christ, we're going to be coming on here talking about who was top four and who was bottom four because Brighton were up for mm. it. Brighton were Leicester. They were passing the ball. Yeah. They were trying to hit us on the counter. Yeah, and you know, like I, I, half time, I thought I'm going to be trying to pick out positive individual performances, let alone a result from this or something, because there's nothing positive about it apart from, you know, that first off, apart from the odd individual performance. I mean, I think Sydney had a great game. I want to get that out there. I think he did well considering that was his first Premier League start and start. Um, but that first half, I was thinking, oh God, are we going to talk and be about an absolute beating tonight? Because as good as this one feels, and I don't like to be a negative Nelly all the time, believe it or not, but there were still parts of that where we shot ourselves in the foot and got away with it. Luckily, our defending expertise got us out of trouble tonight as well, even though it put it in us in the first place. This is my first draft for tonight's show. <laughs> I think a lot of blessed ones. <laughs> you know, I mean... At half time, I, I mean, I actually put up at half time that there was a choice of viewing. If you uh, if you want to press the red button, there's a live stream from the Dulux Paint Factory where you can actually watch some of the walls dry. I mean, it was that bad. And I was thinking at that point, if we play like that against Barcelona, and we just we, we're going to be five nil down at half time, we could be on the drubbing of an uh, end of a nine nil. And I know. I know he's not got all the players available to him. Yeah, but, yeah, which has to be taken on board to a point. Yeah, but you know, apart from Tavares and probably apart from Amati, they're all pretty much first team starters. There, we, it's it's the performance that I just can't get over. And yes, you need the result more than the performance sometimes. But we can't play that back three soon, Chu. 
was rubbish tonight. Absolutely rubbish. He couldn't find another Leicester City player. And the number of times he kicked that ball across the box and there's two Brighton strikers, if it had been Jamie Vardy, could have run in and got that. And he was passing it from his side to the other side. And that was when he managed to find another Leicester City player. He's been awful. He does not like a back three. No, he, he, he doesn't like it. And and I did say that if Evans is back the way you're going, you need to take him out and put um, put Soyuncu on the bench and, and put Evans in. Because the one thing I've always said is, the one thing I do like about Soyuncu, which scared me tonight, it did scare me. And I think it was probably because um, Fafana was on there as well, is them two are the... Of the, out of the two centre-backs that we're used to seeing, it, between mm. the three of them, when it's Evans and Fafana, or it's Soyuncu and Fafana and whatnot, is Evans and Fafana, not Evans and Fafana, Fafana and Soyuncu are the two centre-backs we have that like to go out of the ball, don't they? I mean, let's, mm. be, let's give credit where it's due. As, my, as bad as he was at points on his defending, going forward, he was, he was there, which is where Fafana was. What, what Fafana does and has been doing until he was injured and until he came back tonight. Tonight, when we had two centre-backs that like to do that, it was scary that the inexperience had nearly cost us a few times tonight. It was. Um, I just think Soyuncu is better in a back four than yeah. in a back three. And I think we play better, in fairness, with a back four. And there was a back four available to him. You know, because he could have had Castagna and Ricardo playing in those, those, those you know, the, the the left and right back positions. He did the three against Burnley. We played shit, to be honest with you. We, he did the, the same again today. We played shit. The worry for me is, and I don't like to criticise because we're second in the table after all. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, it's but, but at the end of the day, and yes, you know, <laughs> A ball, you know, remember that ball that hit the beach ball and went in against Liverpool? You know, something like that, it, going in off somebody's big fat arse can turn your season round because that will hopefully give us the, um, you know, impetus now to go on hopefully and beat Sheffield United and, and again, get, get a gap there. But it something's got to be done. And as I say, I don't think it's the fact of, the players, because the players that are out there, Tavares came in, you know, yeah, he had a few bad touches. It's his first game, but he showed potential. And Marty's more comfy in a central role than a than a right-back role. We should have been playing better than that. That's what annoys me. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we should have been playing better than that. But, look, we, we go back now to, let's take it back to the Arsenal Really? No, I wouldn't agree with that, Brookline. I'm sorry. Okay, well, we'll get on to that point in a second. But let's let's cast our minds back to that defeat against Arsenal. We turned around and we said, well, the way we're going at the moment, um, if the next three games, you brought it up to me, and I think Julian was on at that point as well, and you said to us, our next three games are Burnley, Brighton and Sheffield United. And I think me and Julian both agreed that if you come away with seven points from them three games, it's not bad. You know, it looks a lot better than than the shaky performances doing it. 
tonight was a shaky performance. We're still trying to figure out and scratch our heads of how we got away with it, but we'll take it, you know, like a smash and grab or, or well, it wasn't a smash and grab really, but it was a bit, I felt like a robbery, didn't it, in a way. But at the end of the day, we've got four out of the seven points we're asking for. It, it helps that thing that, you know, with Chelsea closing that gap, with West Ham looking good, um, we, we, we're needing to keep that gap between the teams that are on form rather than the teams that are off form. It's all right. I don't care about game in hands and other teams because you might mention, someone might mention some other names. Right now, in, in the grand scheme of things, we've opened up a bit of daylight between these teams that, yes, they do have a game in hand. Yes, they play tomorrow, they play Monday. Whenever they play it, they play it. But they've still got to win them games. All we can do what is in front of us. And if we can get to next weekend, we'll still be in the top four before we play Sheffield United. And these teams around us drop. Let's not forget Manchester United are playing Man City. Liverpool have yet again lost. They've got Fulham, who, for betting purposes, I actually hope Liverpool end their um, you know, their, their, their lovely streak of five home, de- five home defeats in a row. But it's still, it's testing times. We've got to remember that, unlike last season, we're not the only team that aren't pulling their shit together. Mm. In, in in the current summer season, what we've got to do is just pull it together more than them, and we will hold this top four. Okay, looking at looking at this first half, um, it wasn't a brilliant first half. It was probably, like I say, possibly the worst first half of the of, of, of the season so far. It was definitely up there with with the Wolves game recently. Um, and I made a note here on 18 minutes, I hadn't heard Vardy's name mentioned. Yeah, but that, that that's something we can, we've all come to expect. And I'll say it again. I know we don't normally hear his name, but I, 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 I've lost count. I couldn't count how many times I've probably heard Jamie Vardy's name. And I've seen Matt's on Sky or BBT or whatever after the game where they go, look, Jamie Vardy got two goals today. He had 22 touches. He had 25 touches. We just know Jamie Vardy does that. We don't always hear from hear from him, but we know what he can do. And, you know, today, in the end, he actually nearly had a chance to really put some gloss on it, didn't he? Because he had that chance at the end and he could have got a third. And I, I know you'll probably bring it up, um, but, you know, he nearly got a penalty. I think that, that, that was probably given in the end the right decision, but he, he showed what he can do when he gets the ball and he still drags their defence apart today. You know, it's sometimes with Vardy, it's not the goals he gets, it's what he does through the mm. 90 minutes. And that's why he's 34, mate, and he's playing for 94 minutes every week. Should he be playing for 94 minutes? Twice in the last two games, Inacho scores, Inacho gets taken off and Vardy's left on. Well, I mean, Inacho came up to shore it up, didn't they? They put Hamza Chowdhury on to hurry and close them down and, yeah. and do oh, that. I agree with that, but why not have the Chowdhury replacing Vardy? I've got to be honest with you, and I, you know, I, mean, I, get Vardy fan. I don't want to criticise Vardy, but you know, I get he, it. he is 34, he hasn't got his, he's not recovering from the, you know, his, his operations like he used to, and you know, you've got Inacho, who is on a rich vein of form at the moment, another well-taken goal, um, kept his calm, and yet, you know, thank you very much. You can come off, and Vardy can stay on. And I know it's Vardy, but 
at some point we've got to take this ring of oh god the almighty Vardy off he's not scored in 10 or 12 games and he's not going to get that message if he thinks he's going to stay on for 94 minutes every game no, but again, I bring you back to the point of what Vardy does. If you remember the goal we talked about, I think it was um, Burnley, the goal where he dragged that defender away. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he, it's what he does off the ball. And in the 90, 89th minute or 90th minute it was, he got that ball and he was and he took it to the corner. Then he? he took it to their corner and he held it up for as long as he could and tried to win a foul, didn't get one, got a throw in. But the point stands there, whereas... What you've got to remember is there's over 90 minutes. Ineacho had a brilliant game. I've got to say that. Um, he did have a brilliant game, but Ineacho is now clearly, and we're clearly seeing it, we've been scratching our heads and asking and, and, and demanding off managers gone by, find a way to get the best in Ineacho or sell him. But, hmm. you know, he... he He's a, he's doing what Jamie Vardy used to do in his early days at Leicester. Get to the halfway line, come and fetch the ball, turn and go with it. In the aspects of the game, in the mantra of trying not to concede, uh, what would have been a heartbreaking equaliser from turning the game on its head in the 87th minute, I would rather see a Vardy-like striker who can run at a defence, nick the ball off him and keep it in the corner than someone who's up front on his own but still has to come back and do a job. I think it's harsh that Ineacho came off at all because he deserved, you know, if that was a full crowd, he deserved to have been applauded by, the away fans would have applauded him for coming off because they thought, you know, it was, it was brilliant. But I think tactically, that's where we're at. We're at a mental case where Brandon went shut the game off. If I'm going to take yeah. a striker off, I'm going to take Nacho off because I know what Vardy does with the ball when when time needs to be killed. Let's be honest with you. It's great to have this conversation at all as to how well our yeah. second string yeah. striker is doing. And you know, it wasn't so long ago we were saying uh, Inacho, and I'm hold my hands up. I was saying this that Inacho shouldn't be coming on, and now I'm saying he shouldn't be going off. Hey, we're football fans. Football fans and fickle. If you look football fan up in the uh, in the dictionary, it says fickle. But you know, hey, we're all like that, and it's a great problem to have. It is a, a, a fantastic problem to have. Um, so, like I say, that first half. Um, I mean, Sky said Leicester City looked short of ideas, and they looked. They look a little lost in the game. We did. We, we you know, it just wasn't coming together, was it? It wasn't. No, you know, the pass weren't coming off. We were second to every ball. Yeah, we were. And look, I, I mean, I'd have to agree with what you said. I think that really was one of our worst first half performances of the season mm. by a mile. And, you know, maybe when something's that bad, the second half looks better not just because we got the two goals and turned the game on his head. That's hot. That that clearly psychologically, as fans, you look at the game and, and, and see things in a lot more positive light, which, duh, obviously, you know. His chin's but, going down low today, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> one thing that we have, like I said, I don't like it being a negative person on the arm. I do try and be like, try and pick the positive out. But there's one thing that, that we do have to look back at that game, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure Brendan and the guys will be looking back on is, we didn't just get away with it in the case of we got two goals and, and somehow took three points from Brighton. We got away with it throughout that second half because although it was better, realistically, if you watch that second half and just that second half, was we miles better mm. or did we just do this magical thing 
where it was less sideways because it was still sideways and backwards at times, but it was less sideways. And did Brendan maybe go, let's, you know, was it just that change of pace that did it? Because there was still questions in that second half, you have to ask, because they still tried to give that ball away. It we, started, that we started to find, you know, a few more passes. There was a more of an urgency um, in the second half, but just, oh. just finishing the first half off, um, Free kick again from Tillemans sort of went went way over. But right at the end, 39th minute, Brighton hit the post. And 42, we were very lucky. They could have gone 2-0 up. Maybe in pre-VAR days, that goal would have been given. Um, well, yeah, maybe. Maybe it would have been. I'm not sure if he was flagged off originally anyway. I think he actually would have. So I think maybe pre-VAR, it would have, it would have stood. I think the the linesman put his flag up uh, how they're told to, which is wait for the inevitable. I know, you can't tell these days, can you? No, no, you can't, which is frustrating. It's frustrating. It must be frustrating for for the players to have that, the way it goes. But, you know, and you could sit here and argue, well, yeah, okay, against a better team, we would have probably come in 3-0 down at half-time. But at the end of the day, like you said, you can only play what's in front of you. And at the end of the day, whilst, you know, Brighton fans will probably, and if they're on here, probably feel hard done by it. At the end of the day, if you don't do enough throughout the 90 minutes to kill your opponents off when you're on top, you tend to get the result that you don't feel you deserved. And today, that happened. And and and, and you've I've got to give a bit of credit to, to our side because something changed in that dressing room because they came in at half-time and you were thinking... They look like 11 players that hadn't played together. And these are, we're not talking, you know, putting injuries aside. Forget injuries. I know we've got a decimated squad. And I know that. But that first, you know, that first team, minus, like you said, Sydney and and mm. to a degree, I know he's played a bit in the last recent games, but Amarty was probably the only one that hasn't there. They've been capable and shown they're capable of, a, of, a, of, of getting results for us and doing a job. And that was the most infuriating thing about that first 45 minutes because none of them looked like they knew how to do a job except for, in glimpses, certain players. That was the most frustrating thing about that first half for me. Yeah, and I'm just um, looking as to where this where this was. I think it was the first half, and that was young Tavares' shot. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, that, that, was, uh, that was a power driver, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And, you know, I'd probably say that in the, in the end, Brighton's man of the match was probably either Lallana or their goalkeeper, Sanchez, because he, he made a fantastic save. Mm. You know, we, um, you know, uh, he made that fantastic save and he was very commanding and very smart off his line. He was he was quite good in the end. You know, Sod's law of how clinical it is when a goalkeeper makes a mistake. He, ma- he, he makes one foul judgment and error and he got rightly, you know, he got full, fully punished with Amati getting down on his haunches to head home for the winner. It just yeah. shows you how how you have to be alert and, and not making mistakes for the whole game. Go, going into the the um, second half, uh, Stephen there, start with the back four and stop flipping about with the formation. It's frustrating to see our players struggle. It is indeed. Um it is. Uh, and I, I know, you know, he, 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 like I said, we said at the, the, at the get-go, he has to go with who he's got, but he could have still played about four 
with the players he had out there tonight. I'm impressed with Soyuncu comes forward with the ball. I still go back to Soyuncu needs a um, to be in a back four. He's not comfortable in that left-hand role as a back through in the back three. Even Alan Smith on Sky said, said the same point. Brett, between minutes 80 to 84, two minutes of that was between Fafana or Marty and Soyuncu. And don't forget yeah. Schmeichel as well. Schmeichel was probably in there. Because they pass yeah. it around. Instead of just kicking it out and up the field and getting it wherever they can, they pass it around. It goes ends up going back to Casper, who's because he's being closed down has to kick it back up anyway. So why not just what you all do that from the start? But we did start the second half good. Um 52 minutes inchy. Well let's start say let's start the second half. BBC website said this and I'm pretty much I've got to, I'm gonna agree with them on this. Um let me just get Brett Brett's comment down there. Uh on the BBC web it said Leicester City look exhausted, lacklustre and it's a sloppy performance. Is that down to the fact that we couldn't... I mean, Brighton got their game midweek cancelled. We couldn't. No, I don't, I don't buy in some excuses. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, I know we're stretched. I know we've got injuries and that. But I've said it once and I'll say it again. We want to be a club that's constantly in Europe. We need to get used to it. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the prize. This is this is the fault. You live by the sword, die by the sword. But if you want to be playing football, you've got to be prepared to be playing week in, week out. And you know, on the style of play, as frustrating it is, I've always said I don't mind the style of play as long as it's getting results. And tonight, somehow, it got a result, but it didn't get a result playing the ticky tacky sideways box to box defense that didn't kick into like you know your man just said there it didn't really kick in until about a minute or two before we grabbed the you know grabbed the winner and let, and, yeah. and let's, let's let's also not forget one thing that you could really pick at the second half was like we did against Burnley we seemed to be all guns blazing Casper was kicking it long uh, midfield was running about trying to get the ball at every opportunity the attack the ball I mean Tillman's threw ball for the goal for Ineacho it looked like Leicester of old. And when it got mm-hmm. to that 80-minute mark, I mean, he makes a fair point because we seem to go back to that ticky-tacky sideways football and It wasn't until the legs were going on Brighton that Brendan Rodgers seemed to switch it back to the original mm-hmm. start of the attacking football. But, you know, sometimes... The goal of 62, though. Uh, great, yeah. great pass through from Tillemans. I'm not 100% sure he meant it, but <laughs> who cares? No, it was a no-look pass. It was good. It was a no-look pass, wasn't it? But again, and like I say, let's you know, we have been so critical of um, of Inacho when he's not been playing well. I just feel at the moment he's on fire and he deserves all the credit he's getting. He took it so so well. You know, he didn't rush it. He waited his chance. He waited for the goalkeeper to commit a little dink over. You know what, mate? It was funny, that. It was almost like a kid in form, like you just said, you know, two yeah. goals and two games. And look, we've all we've all been sat here with our, our, our monocles and pipes out late at night discussing between ourselves, going, how how, how do we figure a way to uh, get the best out of Nacho? And, you know, there's a lot of Leicester fans out there that agree with, agree with what I'm about to say, that they, and they'll probably come out of the woodwork and say that they were saying the same thing. A lot of suggestions were starting to come up 
you know, saying, oh, well, he's never going to really be able to show his form because Vardy's in front of him, la, 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 and all this. And, and, you know, when we have seen glimpses of it in the past, it's normally come shock horror when he's been paired with Jamie Vardy up front. Now, I'm begging and I'm pleading, no matter what happens, right, over the next coming weeks, if I don't care if he wants to play three at the back, five at the back, four at the back, and go four, four, flipping two, as Mike Bassett said about <laughs> England in, in that TV series, if you've watched it. If not, go and check it out. It is funny. Um, it was keep a film, them too. Uh, Mike Bassett, England manager. Yeah, it was a film, called. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the film, the TV series was in being football manager, weren't it? But still, he it. said that. He said he came out and infamously said in this TV series, England will play 4-4. Four, four, yeah. flipping two to try not get marked on there. Yeah. I don't care if we do that, just keep two up front because lo and behold, we've got a striker that collects ball turns and makes the passes mm. and we've got a runner that can finish them. And it's the it's the it's the one that kirks it that's getting the goals. He's finally showing why we went out and got him when we did. He is uh, he is on form and maybe now he's getting the the minutes, yeah, then, like people said regularity. Yeah. Now, I put up there, um, if you want to come on and just give a quick one-sentence view of a performance, and Bookline has taken that, we can put a face to yeah. the name. Now, I put up there, um, if you want to come on and just give a quick one-sentence view of a performance, and Bookline has taken that, we can put a face to the name. I put up there, um, if you want to come on and just give a quick... Hi, Chris. Hi, Brad. I try to do this as an echo so I can't hear you, but first right. I want to compliment you both. I think that this show is, is, is very well done. Uh, Chris, you're a very good host. Brad, as an analyst, excellent. Uh, I, I think more television shows you know, sports, Sky, NBC, they should watch your show and get some tips, honestly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Rob I'm, I'm off down the tomorrow. I'll get it sent over to you. Watch your show and get some tips, honestly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you very much, What did you think about the overall performance, Rob Ryan? Thank you so Sure. I think it's a, it's one of those games that um, it's very troubling to watch a game like this. And you, you think uh, we're never going to get another point for the rest of the year. Uh, and then the two goals come in and then you take a break for 15 minutes and you come back and, and suddenly you're, you're surprisingly happy about it because sometimes it's, it's more fun to steal a game. Yeah, it is. Would you agree, Brad? Oh, I agree with him 100% there. It is some, you know, it is one of the performances where we're sat here, and I said, you, you sat here laughing because you're like, I don't care how we don't, I don't care how we've done it, we've somehow done it, and you know, that that helps the mentality. Last year, would we have lost that game? Maybe, might have, might have nicked a draw, but like Brookline said, we actually had that performance that. You know, 
you came away and like the lads kind of sat down and went, right, we need to think about it again. They came at it and all of a sudden you came back to an excitable attacking Leicester and all of a sudden, you know, 45 minutes, hours preparing to have a rant and a rave and sound like someone on these shouting channels like Arsenal Fan TV and now I'm discussing a second half performance that might just level our season. Bookline's gone. I was actually going to ask Bookline a, another question. So <laughs> thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, Bookline. Um, yeah, thanks. Great to have you. I was going to, I was going to ask you. Um, we've done that twice, haven't we, Brad? To to Brighton. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bookline, you are so not. You are so not. I tell you what. No disrespect to Brad, but probably out of the three of us, you were the prettiest. <laughs> I can't argue with that one. <laughs> um, and, and Brett, can you do a, a American accent? Otherwise, I think you're about to lose uh, Mrs. Ahern here. Uh, she loves the American accent. But we've done that twice now to Brighton, where we've scored at the death. And it's, you do almost forget the previous 89, 88-odd minutes because of what happened at the end. And that, my friend, is the joys of any sport you watch, whether it's a team game or an individual. You 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 see a performance or, you know, you see an individual player or whatever, like I said, whatever sport you're watching, not having the best of time and it gets you wound up or you feel disappointed and you take it to heart more. And then like a rocky moment or like you see in their movies, the comeback happens and they come away with the win. You just forget it, don't you? You just kind of have a little bit of moment where you enjoy it and you go, wow. You kind of forget that for 60-odd minutes, Leicester was second to everything. Mm. They were second to everything. And then um, that ball through, the, in the actual finish, he took it like he got 20 goals this season. Um, and then an 87th minute winner. I mean, them lads must be in there. Knowing that they let themselves down for a bit, and knowing they they've got something to work on in the training ground, but that's kind of that 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 sort of result is kind of like leave that lads. And I think that's mm -hmm. the mentality that you like in dressing that Brendan Rodgers is probably doesn't have to say too much that performance because the lads know it, and he's just let he's letting them enjoy it. You know they'll correct that on Monday. They'll have the day off. The, some of them players might even get back tonight or if not tomorrow morning and watch that performance back themselves. You know, they might have even got the other halves to record it for them so they can watch back and, and, and know it already. And then Monday, they'll go, get on this. This is what we need to work on. This is where we went, went wrong. This is what we need to improve because as good as that late win and euphoria is, we need to carry the euphoria into next week's game, not the performance. If we carry the performance into next week's game, we'll be discussing a frustrating game again. We, we will. And talking about frustrating, and let's come on and th thank you so much, Brookline, you, for your yeah, kind you. words. They were really, really nice. Scott says, uh, Brad, um, can you keep the beard to the end of the season as we seem to get results? Um, Mate, I will grow this beard like a, like Moses if I have to. If it keeps <laughs> us going. Um, penalty. We, we've got to talk about it. Um, I think they got it right. I think he, he did get a touch on the ball first. Um, 
had it been the other had it been the other end, we'd have probably been screaming that he did get the ball sort of first. It was one of those. If it, if it had been given, you'd have probably said fair play. It wasn't. You could say fair play. Not that we needed it, but should it have been a penalty? Um, I I, I honestly think it. Like you said, if if he doesn't get the touch of the ball, or at least the touch to the ball first, that's a penalty. I think I think that's the only thing that stops it being a penalty. But the the right decision was made purely because it wasn't. There was contact on the ball. He did just get to the ball first. <laughs> it's one of them, like you said, if it's given, you kind of sit there and go, you know, as an opposition fan, if it's given against you, you kind of go, oh, but it's one of them that has been given before. And I literally think if he doesn't make contact with the ball, VAR overturns it and Brighton would have been kicking themselves because they don't like VAR at the moment. Mm. Ah, Josh. Now then, Josh, Josh, I forgot about this, Josh. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, Josh, who does the pre-match show with me, was actually messaging me at half-time and he did actually say that if we get a win out of this, that he will shave his beard off. I'll see. I'll see how it is. My, I'll see how it is. Tyson Fury can't come up with his own ideas. I said I wouldn't show to a loser. And now he's saying it after. Get your own no. ideas, Tyson. We'll fight tomorrow. <laughs> Me and you. He did, 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 did say that about 50 odd, 60 minutes ago. But no. Yeah. Um, he's, no, he, he messaged you when Amarty scored, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no, because if he did, he doesn't want to shave his beard. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen him. Bare chinned, like you know, as, as as clear as the day he was born. But we shall on Tuesday, young Josh. We shall on Tuesday. Uh, we shall see if you stick to that. Um, Brett saying here, uh, if we had the penalty and scored it, a mighty wouldn't have scored the winner. Um, David Gamble, he's saying he got a touch of the ball, yeah, he and did. He did. the ref was right, he probably did, but then. And um, now look, I know, I know, Brad, that you're used to miracles because you are Formal Jesus day, Christ. Mate. Yeah, you are Jesus Christ. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but forgive me, forgive me for I have sinned. Um, <laughs> scored from a corner, and it was the winner, and it was in a bad performance. I mean. What, what what went wrong? We actually did it right. I know, right? You know, uh, what what's an expression I, I like? A broken clock is is right twice t- twice day. in a day, and yes. you know, and s- s- sometimes you have to persist, and eventually it'll work for you, and as eventually you it'll be right. And I believe it might have gone undeterred and unnoticed from here, but I believe it was all Brighton that gets the assist for that because it was him that took the corner, wasn't it? It's funny. Can I I be totally honest with you? At that point, I'd actually come into this room here to start doing, because I thought it was just going to end one all, and I was literally doing stuff on the computer ready for the website and everything, and I heard from the other room, because I'd left the telly on, that it, a goal had been scored. I rushed in. So you, you, you tell me. You tell me. Well, I mean, to be fair, you, yeah, I, I don't, I don't blame you. If it, you know, as the last couple of weeks, I will say, and this is no, no knock on Madison as a player, but it, it's, it's been nice for the last three or four games. We've been able to talk about corners that are beat in the first man, and 
you know, Sanchez, their goalkeeper, who, like I said, was probably their man of the match next to Lallana for Brighton tonight. Um, you know, he'd come and collected everything. He'd got the, he, like you said, his reactions were good. He made that fantastic save. Um, he was he was left hanging out to dry by his defence for Nacho to get through and score his goal in his fairness. I don't really blame him for that. And he'd come and collected every cross into the box, whether it was from a set piece, whether it was, you know, corner, free kick or, or, or yeah. put in. And he just completely missed it, mate. He just completely missed it. And Amarty just went down on his haunches and went, eh, just, eh, and guided it. He literally had his hands like that, as if he didn't know, as if he's like, well, I've committed to heading it now and just nodded it. <laughs> I, I did actually <laughs> see that. Because by the time I got in, they were showing the replay. And I'm thinking like, that has got to be one of the weirdest positions for a header I've ever seen. <laughs> well, maybe he didn't trust his right foot to side foot it into the net. I mean, didn't didn't Wolves like miss one from under the bar tonight? Maybe he saw that and went, right, I'll make sure I don't do that if I'm going to have a go tonight. <laughs> and he thought, I'm best looking at my head. So, yeah, Josh, maybe he didn't want to connect with it. Josh, if you're still watching, uh, because it was the Amati goal that gave us the win, you did promise that you would have a shave your beard off if we turn that round and won. Are you going? Is the challenge? Are you going to do it on the live show on Tuesday night? Live stream shave. Live stream yeah. shave. Go on, you... Josh. Get the money in. <laughs> get commenting on here. I want to see everybody. Get, we're on two. Well, I'm showing me. I'm on two likes from Facebook. Facebook and um, YouTube, get the likes in and let's see how many people want Josh to shave live on the sh on our show on Tuesday with me, Josh, and Richard Smith. What a welcome. Richard Smith, the ex-Fox, is joining us on Tuesday. What a welcome to him. Hi, Richard. We're going to talk football, but first of all, I just want to see uh, Josh shave his beard off. But uh, Talking of ex-Foxes, um, you, as you know, I was... Six points clear on the prediction league at the start of the day. I am still six points clear, but oh, I get another three points there. Me and Walshy to yeah. what we predicted. What can I say? I you wait till next season when I, when I get added to it and you get all the staff on board. <laughs> I think I went for a win tonight. So, but yeah, it's good to see. Good to see you getting a win, mate. Well done. Top, top yeah. that to you getting the scoreline right again. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, all seriousness, no, this does look good. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, what a difference it makes, doesn't it? And again, it just shows you how funny this whole season has been. And like I said, we're not the only team this season that's having a bit of dodgy patch. Literally, Man City is the only team that the consistent this season. And, you know, 61 minutes, we were, we, we were third, I believe, if I can do maths right. Yeah, we were third. And we were looking at over our shoulders, thinking, "God, we yeah. could drop as low as sixth, or yeah. come come the end of the come the end of the week." And now we're going, we we're second. Yeah. And if you're assuming that Man City continue their form, regardless of what happens, we're still going to be either second or ahead of Manchester United. Come come the Sheffield United game, and that's something that for an hour didn't. Let me ask you this, Brad. Playing tomorrow, it is the Manchester derby. And are Chelsea playing Everton? Is that the game? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that people have forgot. They've still got to, I know we've still got yeah. to play these sides, some of these yeah. sides like Manchester United, well, Man let's City. Let's have a look at the Man City, Man United game first of all. Yeah. We want a Man City win, don't we? We're not going to catch them. No one's going to catch Man City, yeah. let's face it. Like I said, in, in a year that's been very inconsistent for every side, yeah, the one side that, that, that's, that's, you know, we, we, we asked about six or seven. Well, not even probably two or three months ago. So yeah, probably about six, seven, eight, nine games ago, we we were on here saying someone's got to put get get a grip of their form, be consistent. And unfortunately, as good as we've been at times this season, and as good as some other clubs below us will claim they've been this season and have been, Man City are clear ahead. So that's you know what, Man City. I'm happy for Man City to win. As much yeah. as I'd love a miracle run where Man City have suddenly capitulate and we pip them to the title. Let's have Man City win it. I'd, ra- I'd rather keep the gap between Man City with us winning and have a two-point lead over Manchester United going into our next game than be Chelsea. third. Chelsea Is a draw going to be better for us on that one? Yeah. I mean, not only because then Chelsea would have played 28 games and they'd be five points behind us, but Everton, even with their game in hand, would still then be... Same with winning, it would still be three points behind. They've still got a game in hand, extra runners. And then, and then after that, I think you stop worrying to to a point because you've got West Ham. I mean, I don't know who their games in hand are against, but the, the results now, you know, we're not just the only ones. These sides have got to play each other, and we've got to take the most of these games against these sides, like Burnley, like Brighton, like Sheffield United, like whoever else is coming up that I can remember we've still got two games to go against. Because let's, let's remember, it's going to come back at us because we've still got, like I said, we've still got Man City, we've still got Chelsea, we've still got Tottenham, we've still got West Ham. So, they they become... They're still important on a scale of things, but they become they become become less dangerous if we're if after this result, you know, let's say Chelsea and Everton draw. What but if you bring the table, what that would put Chelsea? What would that put them on? That would put Chelsea on forty. I was just having a look. Have West Ham played this weekend? Because they're not playing tomorrow. They play um, Monday night, I think. Do they not play Monday night? Are oh, they playing Leeds on Monday? Oh, so again. Obviously, play West Ham play Leeds. I mean, if West Ham, even if they win their two games in hand, West Ham, 45, 48, and 51, they're still two points behind us. Yeah, but let's look at that in the whole context of of who they've got, right? I would much rather United lose to Man City. We stay two points below them. Chelsea draw with Everton, so... That you know, Everton stay six points behind us with only one game in hand, and Chelsea stay well, would go five points behind us on the same games. And if Everton and Leeds can have a, a stalemate, I think that eventually knocks the stuffing out of them. Because after that, after that, Liverpool for me are too far gone. I know they've got Fulham tomorrow. Which, if they manage to draw or lose, will stuff me for, for a, a great big whopping amount of thirteen pound. I'd win if they don't get it, but they're, they're they're ten points off us now. Yeah, I think we just need to make sure we're doing what we're doing, because if you're in that position where 
we play Man City and the teams below us are four, five, six, seven points behind us, you kind of actually go to Man City at home and saying, as much as we think we can beat Man City because we beat them early in the season, let's not forget that. If we can make sure we go into that game and we've got a bit of a cushion, anything that isn't what everybody else is getting, which is a defeat to Man City, would be an absolute bonus. Yeah, we're You'd not rather we're not play... winning five two, are we? But, no, of uh, course not, and that's uh, what I mean. That, that's what I mean. I'm just yeah. looking. Time's getting on a little bit, so I'm just going to wind it up because we forget on these late times we're coming up not far off midnight. To be honest with you, and yeah, I, I've already turned into a pumpkin, so I don't want to just turn into anything worse than that. But just to basically end up on um, man of the match and um, man of the match, we will be back in two seconds, and I just bring that up. You are watching and listening to the post-match show on Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chaps. We are indeed, and Alan Bennett here. He's gone for Inacho, and I think he, uh, I think he deserved it. We mentioned that earlier. And six for the manager, and six for the team. I mean, the manager. I mean. I'm not trying to be, I'm not sure, but the fact that we got the win at the end of the day, we didn't give up. We 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 carried on. Um, like you say, Brendan, he, he's limited us to what he can do. When you look at that bench, and I wonder wasn't on it, but apparently he got injured very late on. I think he did as much as he as he probably could do. But other than that, I think he's got it pretty much spot on there. Yeah, yeah, and and some people might say you've just won a game. How can you give the team? A six and a six. Well, if we did this at half time, Chris, I'm I'm sure a lot of fans, if they'd have come on at half time, would have been given twos and threes, and and maybe some angry fans would have even give zeros for a half time manager and players rating. And yeah. I would have get, I, you know. So that's you have to remember. We Alan does this over ninety minutes, not just from the sixty yeah. second to the eighty seventh minute. Yeah. He does this for the ninety minute performance. So let's face it. No, no matter how good this feels, we have to remember, like I said, this is something that will stick in the players' minds and will be worked on all training. A 45-minute was disgustingly bad. So, sixes all around, I, I, and then fair, very fair. I think that's a good mark to give. And honestly, there wasn't anybody. There were some good performances, don't get me wrong, with a statement about to make, but there wasn't anyone for me that came close to running Nacho for Man of the Match because he was brilliant tonight. Yeah. Really was on that point, Brad. I'm going to say thank you very much. Um, I do need my yeah. view to sleep, so I'm going, yeah, to say- I'm going to get I'm going to have to head off as well because I've got eight yeah. percent on my phone. So I will <laughs> oh. do over message you when I've got a bit of charge after this, yeah. and uh, yeah. I shall thanks say, my thanks now. I shall see you next Sunday. Yes, I shall see you Sunday if not before, mate. Um Thanks, thanks for all the comments from you guys. It's great to interact with you because you actually give us something to talk about instead of just having to look at our rugby mugs. Thank you for Brookline for coming on and appreciate yeah. all the support you all give us. I've got a fun feeling we might have hit 400 whilst we've been live tonight, yeah. but don't forget our seasonal objective is 500, so that's the next target. You know, like Leicester getting Europa League. When we bag that, we've bagged four hundred now. Let's bag, let's bag our Champions League target. Are you, are you like the Jorisel Bunny here, Brad? Do you actually <laughs> give a short answer to anything? I never can, mate. I like, I like to keep my uh, 
my question answers. You do, I need a I need a mute button so that I can actually just mute you after so long. Brad, thanks as always, mate. You make the show. Always, I will see you next Sunday. Take care, I'll bud. See you Sunday. Cheers. Bye bye. So thanks to Brad there, and he's off to recharge his batteries. Um, yeah, I'm off to try and watch um, a bit of the old match of the day on catch up. I think we have hit the 400, but if you can do, please, because we want to try and get 500, like Brad said at the end of the year, click the subscribe button. I think you can do it if you're on YouTube in this bottom corner here. There's a little button that you can click and subscribe. We would be extremely grateful. Shows us you're enjoying it as well. Thanks to everybody who joined us. Thanks to Brookline for coming on. Back on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. Possibly Josh shaving his beard live on air if he's not done it already. <laughs> and we're joined by X Fox Richard Smith. Um, for those of you, and I've just dropped all my notes over here. For those of you that are of a certain age and don't remember him, uh, because uh, he played for Leicester from coming through the youth team from 1988 to 1996. He played 98 times for us, getting a one goal, which, well, as is a defender. Can't matter. He'll be joining us, and we'll be looking at Leicester season, Leicester City season so far because we are two thirds of the season. We are in the final furlong, to use a horse term, the final furlong. Can we hold our nerve this year? Join us on Tuesday. We'll be looking at Leicester and the whole Premier League as well. Guys, thanks very much. Off to have a great weekend. It is funny old game, as somebody a lot better at this shit than me used to say. Good night, stay safe, and thanks for joining and watching. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. 
by fans.